Welcome to the Humans of Fintech podcast series. We are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges and walk the talk for change across the entire financial technology industry. And today we are joined by Andrew Christodoulou, Global Inside Sales at Worldline. Now, Worldline is the European leader in digital payments and number four worldwide. Andrew is passionate about opening access to the financial technology community and having better gender equality in the space. So he is here today to share his story. Andrew, I'm super, super happy to have you with us today. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for the invite, Nadia. Uh, it's great to be here. Great to be here. Fantastic. Able to, you know... I can't wait to hear all your stories. So it'd be brilliant if we could start by you telling us a bit more about your role at Worldline and what that entails. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to share. So Worldline, uh, it's a huge organization and I'm part of the digital commerce division and specialize in gaming and entertainment partners. So I constantly try to see whether there are any areas where we can help other companies with their payment acceptance because payments, they're all about culture and always about trying to adapt your payment strategy to the corresponding region is crucial if you want to succeed as a company in a specific region, let's say. Fantastic. And look, a large part of this podcast series is about telling people about your journey and you know what got you into the sector. So my next question is, how did you end up in payments? What, what piqued the interest? I actually got into payments after graduating university and panicking about the next steps, you know, like every single individual out of uni. I mean, I studied psychology in my undergrad, and then I went into European politics for postgrad, and then I got into payments. <laughs> uh, but I got into payments because after I graduated from my postgrad, I did a deep dive into the world of payments and fintech and all this. And uh, yeah, it just seemed very enticing, very, very interesting. So yeah, I just went for it. I applied for multiple positions and yeah, ended up at Wordline and absolutely love it. And that's great. A great story to hear. And um. I know that you're you're really passionate and quite active in encouraging more inclusion in the sector. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts on what inclusion looks like in the sector at the moment. Yeah. So actually, I recently read a report, I think it was by Deloitte, if I'm not mistaken, on how we have much less women and on C-level positions, right? So leadership positions at financial institutions than men. And yeah, I think this is a big problem because 90% of women in these positions, you know that you should have more, I believe, because teams should be equally represented. Gender should be equally represented at all times in all industries, not just fintech, of course. But since we're talking about fintech, I think we need to do more as a society to make sure that the industry and all industries in general uh, have a balance of power in terms of gender. Absolutely. And I totally support that. So, you know, you've really enjoyed your experience at Worldline. So I wanted you to share some of the things that Worldline does to support its people. Yeah, we have actually multiple things that are put in place by the company. But one of them that really stood out to me when I joined was this thing called Unite. Uh, I think it stands for Understand, Nurture, Include, Teams, Engage. Yeah, something like that. And uh, it's basically an employee network that was created by the company to look at equity, diversity, and inclusion. And it's kind of aimed at empowering the staff to pursue their desired path and uh, constantly also discuss within the group how to always maintain an inclusive workspace so everybody's comfortable and, uh, yeah, trying to create and build on that. And I love that acronym, UNITE. It's really brilliant to, yes. 
I mean, you just got to love acronyms, right? <laughs> yeah, I, do you know what? I do. I really like acronyms. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like a thing of mine. And look, you know, with, with all this support of people and this inclusion, I know that, you know, you're very active. Um, you're passionate about people, passionate about giving back. Can you share some of that with us? Yeah, absolutely. This passion came from personal experiences because when I graduated from university, I had absolutely no idea what to do with my life. I was completely confused about what's happening out there, how to apply for jobs, what I want to do, where I want to be. So I had a rocky start. But after that, I told myself that when I am able and when I can help people with getting a job or picking up skills you know, that will help them in the future to get a job or in the job hunt, that I would always do that. And actually, recently, somebody reached out to me on LinkedIn, which is the other network I'm most active in, and asked me for help on how to grow their LinkedIn page, right? And uh, yeah, I immediately jumped on the conversation. You know, we booked a spot on my calendar. And yeah, we had the conversation, gave them a small tutorial, very brief, just what to do, what not to do. That worked for me. And yeah, that, I think that went really well because for all my life, I've experienced specific difficulties, you know, in the workplace and just in general. And I didn't have anybody to help me. So just being able to offer this helping hand when I see someone struggling, you know, I always try to do that. Yeah, that, that's such a powerful story to share with us. And, you know, also you'll be joining me on a panel with one of the universities we're talking about next month. And, you know, now that I know that you are so active with giving back and helping people, I'll definitely connect you to yeah. a few more. <laughs> and I'm sure people listening to this may reach out as well. Um, Absolutely. It takes me to my last question. So this podcast series, I always introduce it to say we're here to walk the talk for change. A lot yeah. of people in the financial services technology sector will say, you know, we care about inclusion, but their actions don't necessarily support that. So this is why I've loved having you here with us, because you're genuinely doing things to promote inclusion and, and to really open doors for people. When you think about this phrase, walk the talk, how can the industry do that? And how can the industry be more inclusive? What would you like to see more of? Yeah, absolutely. I think personally that inclusivity should always be our destination, right? But the journey will always be rocky because it's tied with so many cultural, individual and societal components. And uh, yeah, I think the industry could be more inclusive by embracing multiple strategies on the recruitment level because it all starts with recruitment. That's how people get into the industry. So I think like things such as initial bland recruiting and uh, scrapping motivation letters. I do not like motivation letters. With LinkedIn conversations, yeah, this would have a direct impact on inclusion, I think. Yeah, I, I really agree. And I think that's a, that's a great thing for you to, to mention. And I assure you I'm doing loads of things to try and drive yeah. that from a recruitment perspective. But thank you to everybody to listening to this episode. And thank you, Andrew, for joining us. And if you'd like to continue the conversation with Andrew, please do reach out to him. And of course, if you'd like to continue the conversation with me. But today was another episode of the Humans of Fintech podcast series. Thank you for listening. Thank you for having me.